on this episode of AV Week, Plantronics rebrands as Poly, dealing with counterfeit AV products and the power of partnerships. All that and more next on AV Week. The network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is AV Week, episode 395, recorded Friday, March 22nd, 2019. Bridging the Gap. Support for AV Nation is brought to you by Atlas IED, innovative audio solutions for every business environment. And by Atlona, the go-to provider for AV signal distribution and control in corporate, higher education, and residential spaces. This is AV Week, your weekly wrap-up of audiovisual news and information. My name is Tim Albright. I am your host with us to discuss the news and information we have gathered this week. First and foremost, an old friend. Uh, she, she's not old, but she, I've, I've known her a long time. Her name is Margot Duwahi, one of the fabulous and smartest people that I know. How are you, ma'am? I'm excellent. My spirit is immortal. So, you know, I'll take the agelessness any day. <sighs> Happy spring, everyone. Happy spring, happy spring. Uh, also with us, a couple new uh, newbies, so, so be nice to them. Uh, first and foremost, Helen Kang from uh, DSE, Digital Signage Expo, and, and also uh, Expo Nation. Welcome, ma'am. Hi, thank you for having me. Absolutely. Uh, and also with us from the newly uh, rebranded Polly, and I swear that's going to take me a long time to get used to, so we're just going to kick it off. Polly, uh, Sam Kennedy, uh, Chief Evangelist, which I still think is a cool title. How are you, sir? Thank you. I'm doing uh, doing fantastic. We're still recovering from the week, but uh, but it was it's been a great one. Yeah, you guys. Uh, you, well, you announced you announced the, the name, and we'll we'll get to that in a second. But you announced it at Enterprise Connect uh, 2019 down in Orlando, so we'll actually touch on that. But let's kick this off. Uh, this story comes to us from our friends over at AV Magazine. Plantronics rebranded as Poly following Polycom merger. The name was chosen as Poly means many, representing the many elements of the company's history, while the three legs of a new logo are inspired by Polycom's conference phone, which if you've been into a conference room anytime in the last 20 years, you have seen, have seen the previous Polycom uh, phone that they're talking about. Sam, we're going to kick off with this with, with you on this. It's been a year. Uh, it's actually almost a year to the date that Plantronics announced the, the, the uh, acquisition of, of, Plant, of Polycom. Why did it take a year? I guess is the first way to start this. Uh, and and you know, I understand the poly, I understand the mini. Um, this is definitely uh, kind of a, a Plantronics, you know, uh, saying, you know, well, look, we're, we're in this UC space for real uh, and we're in it for the long haul by virtue of the fact that we're, we're rebranding now. Uh, so yeah, what, what, what took the year? Was it just getting everybody, you know, on board or was it just developing and seeing where you guys wanted to take it? Um, I think it was a combination of all all of those uh, all of those things. Is uh, you know, we we um, it was a lot of coming together, figuring out who was who and what what do we want to do moving forward. Um, I, and I don't think anyone was in a rush to uh, to just change the name and change the brand just to do it. It was you know, what 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 we want. We really wanted to do it right. I think uh, looking back, it's uh, we we were looking at doing just a separate event on our own. But, uh, but we felt Enterprise Connect was the right time. It was a lot of the key partner, a big part of what we do is, is, is our integration and partnerships 
And so where everyone else was there, we thought Enterprise Connect would be would be the right time. And so, uh, so that's why we, we chose this week. I, I wouldn't read into it any more than, than that. I mean, it was it was really uh, just building around this strong partnership and, and, and having everyone really be part of the, this big launch. So I think it, it really looked at it turned out to be uh, be well worth it, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's let's talk about Enterprise Connect. It is turning into a rather significant show uh, for folks, especially in the unified communication space. It, you know, yes, you guys announced this this week, but this was not the only thing that you talked about. Um, you had what you have over fifty new product announcements. Not going to have you go through every one. Um, this is only a thirty minute program. Uh, but g- give me one or two that you guys were were exceptionally proud of, or maybe ones that you think that were you know that was that people should should definitely pay attention to. Sure, sure. I'll, I'll give you. I'll, I'll give you. There, there was a lot. I'll give you a handful of ones that were top of mind for me. Um, one, we we set up a, a we announced a new set of uh, tel- uh, phones, uh, uh, much tied around Microsoft Teams. And so, as as um, as our customers are moving to uh, Microsoft Teams from a telephony and UC platform, we have a new set of devices tied. Uh, two native teams. I'd say that was a big one. Uh, also, we announced uh, Alexa for Business running directly on the Trio. So really driving that different use case. Uh, I think it's a completely new or a workflow that many users are used to at home, bringing that natural language processing and driving your experience all via your voice, I think is a, is a, um, a, a big trend that I think we'll start to see over the next few years. And that natively on our devices is, I believe, a very significant, kind of the beginning of a whole new workflow for users. And I'd say, I know you always said only do one or two, but I'll give you a third one. Uh, we, we, uh, while we announced the Polycom Studio um, a, uh, about a month ago, that's our all-in-one speaker, speaker bar, microphone, speakers, uh, camera, all built into one. It did, win, uh, it did win for the category it was for Enterprise Connect. Uh, it was in, I feel like it was in everybody's booth at the show. So, so while that one isn't one we announced this week, I, I think we kind of uh, put it into the, the overall uh, announcements that, that we did. And, I was extremely successful and in, in, in award-winning, so pretty proud of that one. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Margo, from a standpoint of somebody who's, who's watched this space for a long time, this was one of the more significant mergers and acquisitions, and let's, let's kind of time, you know, constrain this time frame here. The last 10 years, we've seen a number of what I would say blockbuster M&As, right? Not only in the uh, integration market, but also in the, in the manufacturer side. Very few of them, though, were, were had the word had the the billion dollar uh, behind it, right? And we, I think I can count on one hand. I could be wrong about that. So this is one of the more significant ones we've seen. What does this say, and what does this mean? Uh, not only the, the obviously that we're a year after the merger and acquisition, but the fact that Polycom and Plantronics and are, are saying, you know, this we're we're we are in this UC space by virtue of this rebrand. Well, I think it's it's really electrifying, and I think it really points exactly to the trend of how is everything going to tie together. There's no shortage of screens, of conference room solutions, of even you know native um, solutions that have Zoom baked in, that have Teams baked in, that have Skype for Business baked in. But what's really interesting, and I think what my readers both crave and are observing, are frictionless systems so that they can deploy at scale so that they can get all of their remote users their on-site users up and running so they're collaborating in real time they're not fielding like a billion skillion um, urgent help desk calls that they need to update a driver there's plugins not working so with an acquisition like this where you have the ubiquity of 
Polycom, you know, that conference room, that phone solution that we all know, we can see it with, or, you know, we can imagine it as you walk into any conference room. And what I'm getting from the coverage of Enterprise Connect is that the merger really creates a way to pivot and stay absolutely agile as AI-enabled solutions come into the, you know, user experience becomes more important, the voice assistance. As machine learning kind of brings up the AI-enabled uh, Alexa for business systems, that they're going to position themselves in a place that can grow and adapt as the user change, the user needs change and grow and adapt. But again, going right back to that frictionless way of thinking about deployments at scale. And so, you know, the soft product uh, trend is just going to continue. And I think this is really interesting and I'm going to be watching it closely. And again, my perspective is from the, the tech manager side of things as the editor at large of AV technology. I'm always thinking about the IT manager and the AV manager and what, their pain points are and where they need to add value. And so something like this really, again, it just gets to that point of bringing the solutions together in a more comprehensive way. And it's really interesting. And again, this sort of breathtaking number of announcements is also fascinating too. I was not at Enterprise Connect this year. I, I had to miss it, but I've been there in the past and it really does continue to grow in relevance in the tech manager community. And even in the press release that I read, the IT manager gets a lot of name dropping, as it were, that kind of new decision maker really in the AV conversation as uh, UCC and telephony kind of merges again into that soft codex space. So definitely on trend and really interesting. So it's great to hear the inside word from you, Sam. Yeah, absolutely. And that's one of the things that we, we and Margo and I talked about this, you know, both, you know, you know behind the scenes and also you know, her and I talked about on this air and uh, that, that, that IT decision maker is becoming more and more important. Uh, Helen, you guys are actually courting, uh, DSC is courting uh, both the IT and the tech manager when it comes to, to DSC specifically. Uh, as somebody kinda, who kind of runs, you know, helps run a, a show for this, talk for a second about, you know, Sam said that, that their soundbar is not only in their booth, but in several others. You know, how, how important is that as, you know, a, for one brand to be spread out over the course of a show? in different places from, you know, not just a marketing place uh, standpoint, but also from a product placement standpoint? Um, definitely, I think um, we're all headed that way. I don't think if you look at any product or, or solution, it's no longer siloed out. Everything has to interact with one another. You know, when customers or end users are shopping for solutions, they're looking all for interactivity, not only interactivity within the systems and the technologies of what they place whether it's in a workplace environment or it's in a retail environment, you know, and they're trying to interact with their customers or foot traffic or whatnot. Everything has to kind of talk to one another, almost like an open system, be able to play along with one another. So I think it's very critical to have um, technologies or products that can be showcased within other facets or um, other solutions, you might say. Very good. Uh, next Next story comes to us from our friends over at Commercial Integrator. There was a raid on counterfeit audio, audio manufacturer uh, impacts multiple companies. Uh, sure, Harman, Sennheiser, and Yamaha products were seized in a Chinese manufacturer uh, plant uh, raid uh, late last year. Margo, I want to start with you on this. Now, I'm not going to ask how big of a problem it is because I think that the answer to that is relative. But what can tech managers, what can IT managers, what can uh, commercial integrators do 
to make sure that the products they're, they're getting are genuinely authentic products from the manufacturer? I mean, absolutely vet your vendor, you know, know if it's a from the IT perspective, and I know there is a variety of procurement strategies, and they continue to diversify, actually, as, um, you know, as the years go on. I think the distribution models have changed, and they're changing a little bit. But quality, quality, quality. I mean, if you can't point to, like, the supply chain and know exactly where the you know, where the direction is, then I think that's a big problem. I don't, I actually don't hear too much from the tech manager side of things that they're interfacing or worrying about counterfeit products. Um, maybe it is because they have vetted um, integrators that they're working with. I don't, I just, I, I worry about it. I think that there's not a lot of checks and balances, you know, in terms of overseas manufacturing. Counterfeiting is incredibly hard. A friend of mine who owns a, a manufacturing facility in Shenzhen, China. Um, she's had to, she and her husband have had to go over a number of times because their patent protections are very um, dicey in a lot of ways. Uh, and so I think, that, and I, I mean, I'm not going to go on a sort of political moment, but that's what's important about having communications between embassies um, to make sure that companies that are based here or based anywhere, whether it's you know, BIAMP or QSC or SURE, any of the number of folks that are mentioned in this article from Commercial Integrator, um, if their patents are being stolen and then replicated and then counterfeited, um, it's an extraordinary problem with exponential reach because their good name is at stake. Their quality reputation is in the balance. So it's a huge problem, um, obviously, but I, it's not something that my readers really bring up too much. And again, I think the key is vetting, 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 just work with a trusted partner, uh, go through Infocom, you know, if there's any question at all, look for certifications and just keep that, you know, don't take anything for granted, I would say as well. Right. Helen, same kind of question here is, is how, how can folks make sure that the products they're getting, uh, whether it's a microphone or it's a, you know, a display uh, to put in a restaurant, how, how can they make sure that what they're getting is, is actually from the manufacturer? I mean, definitely, I think, you know, all our exhibitors at our show, you know, they are their top quality um, manufacturers and, and OE original equipment and whatnot. So you need to make sure to have that constant contact, like Margot had said, you know, this, it's not just a matter of um, IP at stake, it's a matter of brand qual and quality and, and the reputation behind it that's, that's also at stake. Absolutely. Uh, Sam, as our, our manufacturer on this panel, um, go ahead and take a swing, dude, because uh, Margo, I, ha I have a buddy who has, um, he uh, speakers and, and he have, makes other things and he has a factory in China and he has told me stories of, of having to, you know, go over there and make sure that, that their IP is not being stolen. And he's found several instances um, and, and there are, there are absolutely legal ramifications and there are other ways um, that you can do this. But talk for a second from a, a company standpoint, what's the impact on you guys and how do you, how do you help mitigate that? Well, uh, I'd say first off, uh, a couple of things come to mind in that, you know, China for us is a very significant market. Um, you know, we, we are one of the, the big leaders in our space uh, in, in China. Um, and so, uh, so the market itself is very important. We, we have had our challenges. It's been pretty publicly uh, out there as some of the challenges that we've had in the past. So, so it, you know, while we haven't been, um, uh, this hasn't been a, this particular uh, uh, instance hasn't been tied to us. Again, we have had other challenges. I'd say, you know, some of the things that, that, that we're doing or some of the things that I would recommend 
uh, to the end users are you know, register your devices, make sure that that uh, that that um, you're taking those serial numbers and everybody's aware of what's going on there. Uh, it's I think important for everyone involved. I can tell you one of the big focuses for us. I know this won't be an answer for everyone, um, but uh, one of the big focuses for us across the board on all of our products is cloud connecting them and starting and, and we're putting a lot of emphasis on starting to deliver solutions via the cloud that that just can't be delivered uh, if, if you have to cloud connect them. So even though we're a hardware manufacturer for many of the products that we sell, uh, the more services and capabilities that we can enable by cloud connecting, connecting them will start to just force uh, the, the, it'll just, um, you'll know, you have to have the proper product. You'll know right away that, uh, that these would be counterfeit or not, and you can start to take actions uh, on that. And so, you know, we are putting a lot of focus around cloud connecting everything we have, which I think will start to help uh, some of the folks around uh, the counterfeiting. You, you mentioned something here, because I, I actually have a story about, you know, making sure that the serial number is correct. Uh, a friend of mine who uh, runs a, a, he's in charge of a theater here uh, locally. Uh, he he was doing just that, and, and th this gentleman is meticulous, like scary meticulous, uh, about making sure that he he registers his products and this that and the other. I'm not going to mention the name of the company, but he went to do that with an amplifier. Was told that that wasn't a valid serial number. Okay, so uh, understand he's 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 purchased this from a reputable. Back to Marco's point, from a reputable integrator, right? Now I I, I don't know enough of the story to tell you where the integrator got their product from. But a reputable integrator uh, who he's done business with for years. What is what what is the recourse then at that point? So I, I'm I'm sitting here, this woman is sitting there with with a amplifier that that is not the correct serial number. And it is it is a then at that point, come to find out it was a counterfeit amplifier. What is the recourse then for for honestly for the, the end users, for the integrators or or for the tech managers or the folks putting this stuff in? What what can they do with they call you know, Polly and say, Hey, you know, I've got this, I'm trying to register this thing. Looks like it's not yours. Well, I'm not sure I'm the, I'm the proper person to answer uh, that. I imagine that becomes a legal matter. And, uh, you know, I, I would say that, uh, you know, we spend an awful, I would say this week, uh, I spent probably 50, 50. I spent a lot of time with end user customers, but I spent a lot of time with our channel partners. And we, 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 when we look at the amount of size, you know, half of our, our go to market is tied to our channel partners. And so we spend a lot of time working very closely with them. And so, um, I, again, I think it's, it, it will be right on down the line of, of having to get everyone involved in everyone's legal department involved from the end user to the channel rep, to the manufacturer. This is a problem. As Marco said, it's a problem for everyone. Like this, this is a, it's not a single person or a single part of the chain that's going to solve for these types of things. It's all of us in combination are going to have to work together to, to solve these types of things. So again, I don't think that, that I just can say, here's what the magic way to solve this. Again, I think it's a, combination of, 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 of everyone working together that's ultimately going to so solve counterfeiting. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, last story here comes to us uh, from our friends over at AV Network. Uh, Enterprise Connect this week, Avicor uh, announced an alliance with Lenovo that will integrate Avicor inter uh, interactive displays across the Lenovo Enterprise clients and expand Avicor's market presence uh, throughout that channel. Helen, I'm going to start with you on this, actually, because this is a, this not just was a significant story about this, but about partnerships in general. Uh, how important are, are shows like EC and, and like, you know, um, DSE 
to bring these companies together because you've got folks, you know, it, it's, it's a really old commercial, but I, I still love it because it, it was, fa- it, it, it did its job. The, the, the old Reese's Pe- peanut butter commercials where you have, um, you know, you got chocolate in my peanut butter and you got peanut butter in my chocolate shows like DSE and shows like EC, you've got folks who were there and they do different things that they complement each other. And then you come out with products like this or announcements like this. How important is that to, to kind of foster that where you're putting similar and, and complementary uh, companies together and next to each other. And then suddenly, you know, a year later, you, you've got announcements like this. Um, I mean, this collaboration is obviously a natural path. You know, nobody, you know, DSC obviously stands for Digital Signage Expo, but, you know, as we all know, digital signage is no longer static um, at all. Um, it's the way the technology is moving, the way the consumers are going. Um, that's why our show is showcased as like, or themed out as transforming experiences. Um, you know, in today's world, whether it's from a manufacturing standpoint, for a you know, a corporate standpoint. In anyway, it's, it's all about interactivity and collaboration, and 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 the chance to interact and communicate. Um, our show definitely, like I think, having trade shows like DSE where people can see each other's products and be like, "Hey, what are you doing over there? We can work together on this. We can, you know, my my display would be perfect for your solution over there." And that interaction or your audio system. I mean, that's what it's all about. That's why we do these shows. And then you've got the end users that come in that are showcasing, hey, we thought of for our customer to put these two solutions together and look how much it's interacting. And that gives another kind of level of collaboration or a pathway to be like, you know what, that does work together. Maybe I need to figure out a way where my product can work with something else. So it's it's not just a collaboration. It's not just a B2B anymore. It's also exhibitor-exhibitor to, um, you know, retailer to retailer. It, 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 it's an open system and it's an exchange of ideas that I think we really try to foster at our show. And we hope to continue be, to be a part of that and create more partnerships at, uh, at our events. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, one of, one of the uh, interviews we did uh, previewing DSC was with Draper and they have a solution that they've partnered with NEC. That's going to be, so a Draper product will be in NEC's uh, booth at, at, uh, at Digital Signage Expo this, this next week. So, uh, Sam, same kind of question to you, only, only from, the, from the manufacturer side. You know, not to be silly, but a year ago, there was a collaboration and Plantronics bought Polycom, right? Um, so not just, you know, it doesn't have to end in a merger and acquisition. Sometimes it does. Sometimes these collaborations do end that way. But sometimes, you know, they're just two great companies that, that do what they do really well. And then they're able to, to kind of bring together, uh, bring to market something that, you know, together is, is better than the, 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 the sum of the parts. You know, how important are shows like Enterprise Connect and DSC and, and, you know, Infocom in a couple months to kind of foster that? Uh, so first off, I, I can't I cannot say I mean that uh, your partnerships to Poly it's in our DNA. I mean it is it is just fundamental to what we're uh, what we're what we're doing. I mean you asked me the, the announcements we made this week. I talked about a key. You know we talked about the CCX specifically tied to Microsoft. I talked about what we're doing with Amazon. I could we, we made announcements with Google. We made announcements with Zoom. So for us, it is in our DNA in Poly's DNA to be able to. Uh, have these strong partnerships, and we just see so much value in it. I, I think for EC, I just think it keeps it, it just keeps everything fresh. It keeps the uh, um, 
it's just being able, I think the having the ability to, to see everybody and have uh, uh, where we can demonstrate and show to the end users, to the partner community around the things that we're doing to, to hook the different uh, ecosystems and different partners together, I think is valuable for everyone. So I, I think uh, uh, after still recovering from, from Enterprise Connect this week, I, I think it's just a great event that, that helps really showcase uh, these strong partnerships. So I, I'd say uh, hats off to Lenovo and Avacor. I think that that's a great partnership there. And I, I think there will be a lot more uh, partnerships that came out of uh, this week. Yeah, absolutely. Margo, as we kind of wrap up here, what do partnerships like this do for you know, the tech managers and the, and the integrators who maybe had not heard of either a you know, Lenovo, which is unlikely, or, or Avacor, who, you know, hey, I, I have a relationship with Lenovo. Now they're doing this, this partnership with this company. Maybe I should check them out. Is it a chance where this actually introduces folks to a, a brand new product or a brand new company and lets them kind of discover, hey, you know, the, 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 you know this is something I might want to use? Oh, yeah, definitely. And I mean, it depends on if it's bundled or if it's, you know, new distribution strategy there or how it's actually going to play out. Um, but when you have best practices like that, Avacor, interactivity, Lenovo, obviously they're a titan from computing, peripherals, multinational, et cetera. Um, so if you can bridge those specialties, I mean, the exposure and the incredible market penetration of Lenovo in the office, in the, you know, also again, the changing workplace of today, of tomorrow. So offering that way to bridge those gaps, I think is really interesting. And I'll just point to the the CompTIA 2019. Um, I'm, I think this the I just have it up. It's the IT industry trend report for 2019 from our friends at CompTIA. And I like to look at larger IT trends often and see how they influence and shape AV, and especially in this case because Lenovo is really an it's an IT company. Mm. So. That's also really fascinating too. You know, how often are we in the AV space and in the pro AV world reporting on these IT um, behemoths really starting to shape how AV managers are doing their work? So I think that's also really fascinating and notable too. But one of the trends in the CompTIA report, it's number seven, which is in their top 12 but partnerships bridge the gaps in the new tech ecosystem. And so it's exactly what we've been talking about this whole um, podcast, but just about bringing best practices together, bringing these specialties in this case, again, Avacor is, is really have a, they have a fabulous approach to interactivity. It's very seamless. I've demoed their product numerous times at both Infocom and ISE. This is quite impressive. So it just makes sense. And so the original question, does it introduce uh, maybe a new product line? Absolutely. So we'll be watching that. And, and again, that idea of like sort of leading the bridge to the next step in the new tech ecosystem, I think is, is fascinating and bravo to the companies that can really make it work for everybody and, and just add more value to the equation. This is why Margo is one of the smartest people that I know. One more example. So, <laughs> oh, great. But again, continue. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <Tom. laughs> all right. That, that actually uh, is going to end it for us. Thank you all so much. Uh, Helen Kang from uh, DSE, thank you so much. Uh, how do people find you? Or uh, by the time this posts, um, you and I will probably both be in Vegas uh, for Digital Signage Expo. Uh, so where do they find out more about that and how they can follow along uh, with the expo this week? 
Yeah, go ahead and book your flights now, guys. <laughs> Come on over to Vegas next week um, at DSC. It'll be going on from the 26th to the 29th. Um, definitely check out our website. Uh, we've got a lot of new features and a lot of new events like we had talked about today. A lot of interactivity, a lot of collaborative um, case studies that will be featured on digitalsignageexpo.net. So thank you very much, Tim. All right, very good. Mr. Wahi, it is good as always to see you and thank you so much for joining us. Uh, how do people find you and your uh, insightful insights? Well, thank you so much for having me. It's always a pleasure to be with you guys and, and learn from you and Sam and Helen. It's great to meet you, see you on this podcast. Um, I write for both SCN and for AV Technology on, in the future umbrella. So you can find us at avnetwork.com. And also do check out that CompTIA report. Anyone, any AV stakeholder, it's going to be fascinating to look at that. Um, and that's just on comptia.org. All right, very good. Uh, Mr. Sam Kennedy, thank you, sir, from, from the, the newly rebranded Polly. Uh, how do people find you or find out more about Polly? Uh, so for, it's, it's so great I get to say this. So you can go to polly.com. Uh, and uh, you, You're telling me that wasn't taken. Uh, I don't know. I've, uh, I'll just, right. uh, but the fact that I got to say that like in this is fantastic. Uh, so definitely go to the, the poly.com to find out more. Uh, you could follow me or get, uh, look at me up on LinkedIn, uh, sam.kennedy uh, at poly.com. Uh, and uh, again, have lots going on. It is a very exciting time for us, as you can imagine. So I uh, uh, look forward to uh, hopefully joining you again. Yeah, absolutely. And and we were kind of joking about this uh, off the air a little bit. A, a dear friend of, of mine and of AB Nation, David Danto, uh, went to work for, for, technically he went to work for Pratronics the week before they rebranded to Poly. <laughs> he doesn't have a whole lot of, uh, yeah, he doesn't have a whole lot of, re, uh, of, of memorizing, although David's been in the space for a long time. Something tells me he's going to struggle with it just like everybody else. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, he's been specking it and putting it in for years. So, you know, absolutely. Uh, so, but you know, um, but thanks uh, so much uh, for joining us, Sam. Uh, for me, for for Tim Albright, don't follow me on the Twitters. Um, at this point, I'm hoping and praying to God the Blues uh, can make it into the Stanley Cup playoffs at least for longer than one round this year. Uh, but for us, for AV Nation, go by the website avnation.tv. Avnation.tv. You'll find this program and a host of others, including. A brand spanking new one. We are, uh, are posting our second episode of the Digital Signage Digest uh, with Lenore Elaine uh, this Tuesday, actually. So this will, this will post on Monday. So this will you'll get that on Tuesday right before the start of DSC. And speaking of Digital Signage Expo, we will be there as well. Uh, you can find all of our coverage on the website as well. Uh, while you're there, please check out our underwriter section. These are the supporters that support us financially and help us bring you this program and Digital Signage Expo and InfoCon in about two months. So all that and more at avnation.com. TV. That's avnation.tv. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. That's all the time we have for AV Week.